This is just recording and I'll be edited out Perfect. after and send it to you. I'll give you guys shout outs too, of course. I'll probably make Here a vlog out of it too, honestly. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the John and John Sports Radio Show here on 97.5 WNRC. John, we've got a very special guest in the studio today, one Michael Pina, a former Nichols College quarterback uh, and record holder and uh, accomplisher. I mean, he's got a lot going on. He's got the QB Velocity business that he's got started with his father and along with uh, Slinging It with QB Velocity, the podcast. So, John, this is our competition, <laughs> and we have, we've invited him into yes. the studio. So how do you feel about this? Well, not to, uh, I, I, regardless of the competition. <laughs> no, I'm joking. About I don't the know why you started with that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not our competition. Um, no, no, no competition. No. This is a great guy to have on the show. So He's a Nichols College guy, great quarterback, was a winner in high school, was a winner in college. We're glad to have you here, Mike. How you doing? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's good to good to finally get on here. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, we've been we've been looking forward to it. We got a lot to talk about. Um you know, kind of starting with you've got you've got quite a story, Mike. You know, when it comes down to your whole career coming through high school and then college, John, you've got some some questions yeah, that you want to ask, Mike. I, I do want to start off with so obviously a Brockton Mass guy yes, sir. played at Xavier and Brothers High School. Just tell me about that. What was the experience like? You played against some guys. You played with guys. You played under guys. Mm-hmm. Just give us a little rundown of that. Yeah, man. So Zavarian, I absolutely love Zavarian. Love my experience there. Uh, went there all four years of high school. Uh, one thing I loved about Zavarian is that it was super competitive. I learned that's where I really learned how to compete, and I learned uh, my work ethic and just just the grind overall. I mean, we have guys that are in the NBA that have gone to the NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL. Um, so it's a very high competitive culture when it comes to sports and the academics too. I mean, academics is a whole different standard there. Um, so I was I was prepared when it, once I came to college for academics and and athletics. Um, overall, you know, athletically we had great we had an awesome team. All three years when I was in varsity, we made the state championship all three years. Um, junior and senior, we won the state championship. Sophomore year, we made it, lost unfortunately, um, but it was unbelievable ride. Awesome. Now I I do have some questions. John let, gave me the rundown earlier and told me there was a guy that you were. Behind your junior sophomore, mm-hmm. was he quarter, the quarterback sophomore year yes. as well? Yes. yes. So you're behind him. Why don't you give him uh, his name and then who he is and where he is now? Yeah. So um, uh, Jake Farrell was the, the quarterback that started in front of me when I was a sophomore and junior. And the crazy thing is, we had other quarterbacks that we had other quarterbacks other than Jake that could have also started um, at if they were at other programs throughout the state, but. Um, Jake Jake was an awesome quarterback. He was a, a true dual threat. Uh, probably ran about a four six. Um, Three sport athlete, football, hockey, baseball. Um, he ends up getting drafted by the Yankees. So um, you know he's a he's an awesome baseball player. Played first base at Northwestern. Hit above three hundred. I think all four of his years. So, wow. Um, got hit against the Red Sox uh, when they when they did their scrimmage preseason. So. Uh, no, Jake. Jake was a great guy to, to play behind. I learned a lot from him, um, as far as leadership, as far as just playing the quarterback position, and um, he was he was he was definitely a great teammate. Wow, and and do you think like experience like that as a player? Because I I know for me as well, I, I think I could uh, say this as well. But do you think that when you're a player and you've learned behind guys, that's helped you in your coaching career now? Just from like those experiences, like uh-huh. like you're not learning from a coach, you're learning from another guy who's on the team. 
But yeah. that's still maybe things that you could use. And okay, I've kept that in the back of my pocket for the past three, four years, five years. Mm-hmm. And now when it comes time to be a coach, oh yeah, I remember what this guy told me. It wasn't a coach, quarterback yeah. coach, or anything like that. Oh no, hundred percent. And I, that's that's always the type of guy I try to be. Like when I was a player too, I always wanted to pass on things to you know younger guys like yourself and. Um, other guys in our team so that's how I was as a player and I think that's really translated well for for me as a coach because I'm able to for QB velocity and for Nichols I'm able to use all these different experiences that I've had with different teammates different coaches um, through all my different schools and everyone I've been I've been around so yeah it's definitely something I'm able to apply so let's transition now into what happened after high school because you've been through a couple different systems as well a couple different schools uh, starting out with Western New England, uh, going there. Tell me about your experience there before before leaving to go to Mount Ida. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I mean, my whole decision to go to Western New England is, you know, they're they're right now they're currently the five peats. So for me, coming out of high school, coming from a winning high school, um, you know, I wanted to go to school that that was winning as well because I was I loved winning. I mean, I lost twice my whole high school career, so it was, um, you know, something something Lucky. where wow. That's a great. Not that sounds like yeah. Lucky. No, no. That's <laughs> just but, let you know. Continue. <laughs> but um, that was that was that was definitely a motivating factor for me to go to Western New England. Is just I loved winning and I wanted to to go keep on winning. So um, the coaching staff there was great, and uh, Coach Lebo, who's now the head coach, was a big factor for me going there. He recruited me coming out, and um, you know I ultimately decided to go there. Um, as far as as far as our team, we had a great year. We made the playoffs. We won a playoff game. Finished at eleven and one. So uh, it was it was a great year. Awesome awesome part to be, you know, experience to be a part of. But um, for me, I, that year I was pretty low in the depth chart for quarterback. But I was able to see the field through long snapping. So um, I was a starting long snapper, and I was able to make the travel roster for NCAA playoffs when there was only fifty three guys that made the roster, That's and I was awesome. one of them as That's a awesome. freshman. From you know, long snapping and making myself versatile. So it was that's that was a whole nother learning experience and um, you know something I'm able to pass on to, to different guys I, I train and coach. Did you get a chance to long snap in the playoff game? I did. Oh, how was that? I did. It was awesome. It was it was electric. Yeah. It was electric. Um, yeah. So first game in the playoffs it was a home game against Hassan. Um, you know the wow. the crowd. Yeah, the crowd was the crowd was crazy. Um, the crowd was crazy that game, and it was a whole different atmosphere that I was lucky to be a part of. And second second playoff game, we went up to Alfred University in New York, and wow, that was a, a whole different experience. I've never been to Alf that you know that far upstate in New York. So, um, how did also, that game go? That game it was a great game. I mean, went down right to the wire. It was uh, we ended up losing thirty five to twenty eight, but we wow. went right down to the wire. I mean, we were in it the whole time. Um, I only had one play. We only punted once. Wow. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> there you go. Sick. <laughs> well, it's I worth just, the travel roster, right? I mean, you get to see a good game. Oh, and, you know. I do want to just add that I think that's the best thing, is if you can't be the guy to start at your position, find other ways to make the team, exactly. make the roster, help your team in other ways. John knows and, about I this. Mean, yeah. Hey, man, I'm just trying to make it on special teams. Just help mm-hmm. the team in that's any right. way you can. Yes. Travel with the team. That's what. That's something you want to do. Yes. Um, it's just an impact. and. and I do want to say you don't always see a quarterback playing the long snapping position. I thought no, you could have said holder yeah. or, you know, PAT holder like yeah. I'm sure, talking about. Sure. But long snapper, that's definitely very versatile from yeah. a quarterback. Yeah, no, that's that's something that we really preach like for QB velocity. We like to preach to our quarterbacks. I mean, only most of the time, only one quarterback can play the whole game. So you want to make yourself versatile if you if you love football and you want to help out the team and play, make yourself versatile. Um, don't, don't, don't kind of be a snob and just snick the quarterback. Um, 
that's always been my mentality through high school, college. I just want to help the team. Even at Nichols, when I was starting quarterback, I was I, was, I lock snap a couple of games too. So, um, yeah, you know, it's like what I like to preach. Wow, that's that's awesome. awesome. So from Western New England, evidently, I mean, you had mentioned it a little bit earlier saying that you weren't in really high up on the depth chart yeah. for quarterback, so that kind of sparks your decision to move on after your freshman year to Mount Ida, in which Mount Ida, you had a whole nother series of adventures there. Why oh, don't yeah. you touch on that a little bit for us? Yeah, so um, I transferred to Mount Ida my second semester of freshman year. Um, a family friend who was the head coach there, Coach Mike Landers, um, he played high school ball with my uncle. My family is known forever, so that was a big motivating factor for me to uh, head to Mount Ida. Um, he's a great guy, great coach. Mount Ida is right next to Boston, too, so it was perfect location for um, my major, which was sport management, and I thought it was a great opportunity. So I went there, um, was able to be the starter uh, my sophomore year, get get some good game experience. So it was you know, something I wanted to do. I wanted to go play. I uh, wanted to go play somewhere, and... Um, yeah, I mean, I loved loved Mount Ida, loved loved uh, the team there, loved the coaches, and then um, out of nowhere in in April uh, is when we got the news that the school was shutting down. Uh, there was rumors it the, it got leaked on a Wednesday that the school was shutting yeah. down. Um, it was rumors, and on Friday they made it official, and we all got we got emails. I mean, it was at twelve o'clock on a Friday we got emailed um, saying that the school was was getting bought out by UMass Amherst and wow. shutting down. So it was. It's a pretty, uh, pretty devastating blow, um, you know, because Monida was just kind of one big family there, kind of similar to Nichols, and um, it, was, it was devastating. Yeah, and I do, I do have some stats because I'm a stats guy. So not only does this guy go 12-0 and in his only year at starting as a quarterback in high school, goes to Mount Ida in his sophomore year, appears in all 10 games, completed 146 of 250 passes, threw for 1,500 passing yards, and nine touchdowns. Honestly, had a good had a good season, especially as a sophomore. Yeah, I'm not going to say he throws for three thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. No, but as a sophomore, as a sophomore quarterback, man, that's a good experience. Do you remember any of the guys like that you had to compete against? Was there anybody older than you? Um, what was that situation like in the quarterback room there versus Western New England? Yeah, it was, it was an interesting. Um, it was a lot different than Western New England. I'll put it that way. At Western New England, we had about seven quarterbacks that could have all started at many colleges throughout the country, but. Um, when I transferred to Mount Ida at first, um, I was going to compete with the starter from the previous year. So, you know, heading in there, I knew I wasn't getting anything handed in me, and I was I was ready to go compete and, and uh, hopefully win the job. But um, the starter from the previous year, he ended up transferring. So for that spring ball, I was the only quarterback on the roster. Wow. So I took every single rep. Um, it was tiring, but, you know, I got some good work in. And um, heading, into my, heading into camp um, for the fall season, there was uh, four freshman quarterbacks that came in, and I know I had to compete. It's you know it's playing the quarterback position is college football, so um, you know again in another competition, and um, I feel like I was able to solidify my position and you know become the full time starter for the year. And then from there, moving on to Nichols. I did. I just wanted to ask. Yeah, I know John just brought it up, but you know what goes into your head? What's the reason in choosing Nichols? Yeah. You're not the only one who came over. Obviously, you had some other. Yep. Mount Ida guys come with you. So what goes on in through your head there during that time? Yeah, so there's about 20 of us that came over from Mount Ida to Nichols. And the big thing, like I was just mentioning, Mount Ida was just kind of one big family there from football to um, the rest of campus. And that's what I think um, really sold us for Nichols is that we got the same type of vibe here. And the way that Nichols was for 
not only the coaches and also you know admissions and everybody else they were really welcoming towards my night of students um they were willing to take all of our class credits so um, that's what you want when you transfer is you want somewhere that's going to take as many class credits as possible so we were lucky enough to be able to come over and get all of our class credits in and um it just seemed like a, a good opportunity where both schools were similar in size as well so a lot of similarities and you know we we really what we um that was kind of what motivated us to come here wow that's awesome and then now from from here you know i just kind of want to get into you know that's your whole playing career you know we've gone through from high school to college and mm-hmm. everywhere in between but now you're you're a ga coach here with the Nichols football pro, um football college football program mm-hmm. and uh tell me a little bit about that you know you're coaching up the receivers you know i'll be watching film with you in the, in the film room mm-hmm. a little bit too uh, how is that overall just interacting with players and now kind of transitioning into obviously I know you have a career of coaching already started with QB Velocity mm-hmm. and we're going to get into that in a minute but just how is that you know these are guys you used to play with yeah. we were teammates last year and now I'm, you're coaching me and it's a different you know um, power shift a little bit of a different mm-hmm. balance and, and just speak on that a little bit yeah no I think it's been a I think it's been a smooth transition where um, I, I feel like for me as a player, I always try to almost be like a, a coach on the field, as, especially as a quarterback. That's how you want to kind of be is, right. and strive for is to be kind of a coach on the field and, and be that leader. So I feel like it's been a smooth transition for sure. And um, it's also, a, you know, coaching receivers is, is, is different for me from playing quarterback my whole life. But it's also um, it's also a good it's a good fit where, you know, as a quarterback, I know where these receivers got to be. I know. Um, how I want their routes ran, all that stuff. So it's been an overall smooth transition. Um, you know, I've already been able to learn a ton in my first year as a GA, so it's, it's, it's been good so far. That's awesome. And, you know, one of the other things, too, that I always think is important uh, when it comes to being a quarterback, like you said, and whenever you're interacting with receivers, obviously quarterbacks and receivers, they interact with each other a lot. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I, in my own experiences, too, just being a player now, it happened to me a couple of days ago, and I was explaining to some receivers, you know, okay, look, you got to run the drag at this depth, and, yeah. and you know, this guy's got to run at this. And they were, you know, asking questions and stuff. Well, what about the linebacker and all that? I said, well, you got to think about the whole play. A lot of receivers, they just think about, well, my route is a post or whatever, yeah. you know, and this is what I've got to end up. Yeah, but if you think about, and I heard you say it, too. This is why I'm even mentioning it. Because mm-hmm. you said it about five minutes after me when you came by again. And I was like, oh, okay, well, me and Mike are on the same page at least. Because you had then said, well, you got to think about the whole play as a concept. Mm-hmm. Because if this guy's not open, somebody else is going to be. So when you can start teaching receivers to think like quarterbacks exactly. and starts making them read the field before the, the snap even happens, you know, okay, what's the coverage? What's my release going to be off the line before the play even starts? How about, you know, things like that? You can kind of start to see the, the, the wheels turning in the heads of these mm-hmm. receivers and they start thinking, oh, okay, well, if I'm not going to be the guy that's open, somebody else is going to open it up. And, yep. you know, that, I just got to be patient. Exactly. The biggest thing for receivers I always think is patience because – there's only one ball, you know. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's a, especially at the college level. That's a big difference with playing receivers. It's about understanding the concept, understanding space, and that's what the guys, the receivers I had, you know, Hunter Ferreira, Jake Wood, and and Tony Martinoli. Those guys were so good at just getting open, find open spaces, and we were always on the same page. Which you know was it was I was very fortunate to be able to have guys on the same page. John, honestly, I agree with you, and I think. You've had a historic career, again, a winner in high school, a winner in college. If you didn't know, he graduated number one in completions at Nichols. He graduated number one in completion percentage and number two in passing yards and two in passing touchdowns for a career. Again, great Nichols guy. 
He's currently a GA coaching the wide receivers, but John, there's there's more to this guy because he's got something. Else is going more to on. this? Yes, so why John. Why don't you get into that? This guy might be my boss in the next couple of I months. Know. I might be coming I to work with Mike and QB Velocity. Might be in my wedding. Right. You know, <laughs> saying about somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Look, Mike, you know, when it comes down to it, you've, you've got a great opportunity, a great business started with, yeah. with I believe it's your father, right? Yeah. QB Velocity. And, and why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about what that is, first of all, mm-hmm. and, and how that is really going to transcend in, in your coaching career and how that's going to grow with you in the future. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, QB Velocity, me and my dad are the, the co-founders or um, the, the partners for the, for the company. And for QB Velocity, you know, we, this is about heading into year three now and we um, we've been able to do a lot of great things, and we um, our our main focus is is development of development of athletes. We work with any athletes between ages seven to twenty three, um, all different all different ages, levels, high school, college, uh, youth, of course. So um, that's our main thing is developing athletes um, through personal training, through clinics. Um, and also off the field too. We we do we always like to kind of be that mentor for athletes. So, um, you know, I think that's a huge part in athletes' journeys to be able to have mentors throughout their life, and that's one of the main things that we really like to provide for for uh, athletes. Is there any big picture things that you have in the future that you know with QB Velocity or Slinging It yeah, podcast yeah. with QB Velocity that you kind of see in the future? I know you had mentioned some things before the show mm-hmm. and, and and kind of some turns that you might be taking. Uh, you know. For some further development. Yeah, so I mean, our growth at this point has already been has already been pretty uh, fantastic from um, year to year, month to month. We we've been growing like crazy, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, being able to expand on different locations. We're in Eastern Mass, Central Mass. We're in New Hampshire, Maine. Uh, we've had Connecticut, Rhode Island kids. So really, all over, all over New England, we're we're currently in. And one of the goals, um, one of the goals is to keep expanding throughout the country and. Possibly internationally too. Um, we'd love to um, touch, you know, get QB velocity a little bit in Europe and That'd be different sick. countries. That'd be awesome. Yeah. What, um, how is that coaching with your father? Do you, do you, and does he also do the podcast with you too? Um, he does not. He does not do the podcast with me right now. My co-host is actually my roommate from Mount Ida College. Um, but uh, no, working with my dad is great. He was he was uh, my kind of quarterbacks coach and my uh, he's coach for a lot of my sports growing up so uh, we work together very smoothly and it's it works perfectly where you know he's my partner and I got to trust him so obviously I'm gonna trust my dad and he trusts me so um, it, it works out perfect that's um, awesome you know working with him it's gonna be a really great experience exactly plus it, it's, an, it's an awesome way for us to you know stay in touch as a family we're always talking every single day and uh, kind of you know keeps keeps building our our relationship as well so yeah that's awesome honestly just staying close to family and, and constantly being in touch but i do want to talk about one last thing i know we're coming up at the end of our show here is it's how does this start you know what go what's going through your head you know i, I remember meeting you in the fitness center and asking you i, I kind of want to give the viewers kind of the idea in your mind what was happening around this time why you wanted to do this why with your father why don't you just give a little background of the company yeah yeah so we uh you know, we wanted to we wanted to start QB Velocity. Um, uh, someone originally kind of asked my dad if he did any quarterback training and kind of what he did for me as a quarterback growing up. Um, so we started off kind of just doing some like free stuff, free clinics, free sessions, um, and then after that, we were like, no, we can really, we can, you know, we can really make this, we can make this a business. And um, so we started around my sophomore year of college. Um, we got that got it started then. It started off kind of slow at that point and. After that, we were really able to 
start to build it up, especially now that, you know, now that I'm not playing um, in college, I'm able to devote a ton of time and, and energy into it. Um, wow, that's awesome. All right. Truly I, an amazing some really stuff. exciting stuff. Now, I, the last things last before we go you know, and close out the show. What's next, not for QB Velocity, not for Michael Pina, the football player, but Michael Pina, the coach? Because once the GA is up here at Nichols, what do you have in store for the future? It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Looking at it, I don't know. It's, no, that's a good question. Um, you know, I still have a little more time left here at Nichols, but I've given it a little bit of thought. I'm not exactly sure at this point what I want to do. Um, I've looked, you know, I've looked at some international options where I can go be a a, a player as well as a coach. So, oh, okay. And I can also coach some of the youth teams while I'm over there um, playing as well, but. Um, eventually, I do want to be an offensive coordinator, whether it's high school, um, college, and eventually a head coach for a program at some point. So we'll kind of, kind of see where it goes. Um, you know, I have, like I said, you know, kind of those are my couple ideas right now. But um, you know, we'll kind of, kind of see once once my time here at Nichols is is up. Uh, could possibly stay here too. You never know. Um, so we'll kind of, kind of see where what you know what that future holds. We're Absolutely. young, John. Yeah. So no, I know. I'm no, just wondering, like, young. okay, well. Where you know where you feel like you know you want to be next, and I was kind of more curious to know like what you were feeling for coaching, like being an offensive coordinator yeah. and what you were thinking. So I'm glad to know that that's what you got in store. And, and look, man, I'm really excited to see where you go with it, um, you. and you know continue to keep us posted. And I'm sure we'll have you back on the show again. And and once again, anybody that doesn't know better know now. Pay attention to QB Velocity. Yes. And slinging it, make sure you pay attention to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Slinging it with QB Velocity, uh, Michael. If there's any. Uh, social medias or anything like that you'd like to plug now would be the opportunity to do so so please go ahead yeah for sure uh stay up with us on qb velocity at qb velocity on every platform instagram twitter tiktok youtube facebook we're on everything uh apple podcast spotify everything and that's pretty easy because it's the same for all of them right exactly. right yeah that. why don't you plug it one more time and then everybody should know yeah yeah QB at, Velocity. At QB Velocity, and if you're looking for a podcast on different podcast platforms, just type in Slinging It, and it will pop up. That's awesome. awesome. Well, before we go, I'll take this opportunity to plug our uh, social media platforms as well. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at John underscore John Radio. That's a capital J, a capital J, and a capital R. Please don't forget it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the John and John Sports Radio Show here on 97.5 WNRC. With that, please enjoy the rest of your weekend. I cannot wait for what we have in store. Once again, this is March. You're listening to the John and John Sports Radio Show here. Hell yeah. Breathe me out. Yes, I don't.